Hello, welcome to the Blood, Sweat and Fears podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Jay. Joining me is, of course, the wonderful Kyle Samuel. How are we doing, Kyle? I'm very well, Alan. How are you? I'm great. Can you explain the t-shirt choice? <laughs> um, I ordered it when I was drunk. Uh, I don't know why I bought it. I don't even like golf. Well, that checks out. <laughs> Our special guest today is, you may have seen him on Live at the Apollo, it is the amazing Liam Farrelly. All right. How are no, you? I know bad, man. How's yourself? I'm great. I, I don't introduce it much, as you can probably tell. Nah, man, you've got a good static thing going. We gigged together last night, and I really liked that the host didn't know how to pronounce your name and made you sound very Italian. It's like, it's Liam Forelli. Aye, a lot of the older guys do that for some reason. They're like, it's more showbiz. Bless <laughs> his heart. And joining us again, another very special guest, it is Ghostface. Hello. You've put on weight. <laughs> <laughs> Bad enough, my franchise is in the shit. Now you got to do that as well. Fuck's sake, Alan. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> I'm just taking it off now. Fuck. Uh, uh, oh, it was Dean. You're uh, a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurt. Yeah. Uh, I take back my compliment about your shirt now, you fucking oh, dick. You didn't compliment it, you just said I looked like I was in the 90s. Yeah, I thought it was like a very good 90s looking shirt. I'd have lost a lot of weight, which is very appropriate for gay men in the 90s. Yeah, and it seems like I gained it, you fucking... <laughs> you look wonderful. Thanks. Yeah. Um, basically, like it's raining today and I was not going to bring the whole on ghost face outfit, so this is going to have to... So you've arrived in the most absorbent material and <laughs> known to the man? Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you drive here, though? No, 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 I got the... Uh, a bus here. You got a bus? I wasn't it? wearing that. Oh, on right, the bus, okay. though. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, like you got a deal. <laughs> the bus. <laughs> I did actually. I have. I have worn this in like uni lectures quite a lot, and then just sit up the back. But uh, nah, I, I, I wouldn't. I haven't got to the stage where I'm wearing it to gigs yet. Good. I know you've not wiped the what looks like come off it's this yet. Paint. I told you this last time. It's last paint. time you said it was chalk. Yeah, make your mind up. Yeah, it's mm. something to art. Related. The alibi. <laughs> not checking out. Not it, a crime, it's artistic. <laughs> so it's probably obvious today we will be discussing Scream 2. Uh, so Liam, let's start off. Why, why this film? Uh, I could just... Dean, <laughs> Dean told me to watch it. <laughs> but, yeah, because uh, I think we were, we had originally planned to get you in for like Scream 6 and then we were just reshuffling a lot of things and I want to get you on sooner. I'm not going to make you wait until we end up doing Scream 6. That'll take fucking ages. Plus, the this series is kind of in the shithouse right now, so I want to celebrate it while we can. <laughs> yeah. So you've probably all heard about the fucking Melissa Barrera thing. What is happening with Scream 7? Is it getting made or is it fucked? Uh, I keep hearing different stories about it every week, so uh, apparently they're trying to get Nev Campbell back to bring fans back to watching it, but basically Melissa Barrera was fired for speaking out about Palestine and uh, Spyglass have been getting roasted for the last fucking three months, rightfully so. Did you know about this? I did know about this. I'd seen it on Twitter. I, I, she was pro-Palestine. Yeah. They, mm -hmm. they didn't like that. No, they didn't. They, they legit made out a whole thing that uh, she, she, basically her statement was like, oh, they're only showing you one side, which they misconstrued as her saying Jews run the media, <laughs> which is not what she said at all. And I just can't wait to put Jews run the media on that out of context. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Oh, don't get us cancelled, Dean. Yeah. Nah. It would be me. 
Nah, it's not going to be any. No, but uh, but I really like Scream too. Like it's a very it's a very underrated uh, horror sequel. And uh, mm-hmm. you mentioned this uh, when we did the first uh, Scream episode. This is probably Will Smith's favorite Scream movie. Yeah, to watch the opening. Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of hoping at the start it would turn out that Ghostface was a time traveling Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> So it happened again. I watched Scary Movie when I was very young, and there was a lot of crossover. I thought that when she walked up, they were gonna like start throwing popcorn at her, like get the fuck off the stage. I thought uh, they did throw popcorn at her in the opening of this. No, oh. they all just stand there like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just all collectively, oh fuck. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. Although I'm actually quite surprised that because this is around the time uh, the '97 Fresh Prince of Bel Air would have been quite popular, right? Yeah, but I you looked at me yeah, as the eldest in the room. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah, well, why didn't they just get Will Smith to be in the opening instead because of the guy from House? I, I think she was going. Was she still fucking around with Tupac at that time? Was or? he alive? I can't remember. When was this put out? Ninety-seven. Was he it? Might have been yeah. dead, uh, but I don't know. I don't know if they were together. Ghostface yet. killed Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a theory I've not held in. <laughs> oh, I that's like fantastic! It. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, basic thing like we go now. Uh, we already had them uh, satirizing slasher movies. Now they're satirizing sequels to slasher mm. films, which I quite mm. enjoy because like the Scream series has been going on for very long now. They're kind of losing the making fun of movies thing. Like uh, like you two have seen Scream Six, right? Uh, I've not. I've only seen up to five. No, I've still I've, seen I've, six. I've, I've seen it. Aye. Yeah, like so lately they're kind of struggling to. Uh, make it about making fun of movies again. It's pretty much Aye. just ghost faces back and killing cunts. Mm. Aye, there's more to it. It's more about kind of reboots and stuff now. It's all about going back to legacy yeah, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why I like coming back to this, because like, I enjoy the whole um, sequelitis kind of thing of uh, the way this movie goes, like making the body count bigger, making the uh, victims and the deaths more like intense, uh, killing off Buffy Summers, which was quite upsetting. I forgot she was in this. Oh Buffy, yeah, yeah, fucking Sarah Michelle Gellar. Although I thought she, I thought like she should have been like around the nineties. She was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I thought mm. she would have been the opening kill. I think a lot of them were shooting TV shows around this time, so it might have just been a scheduling thing. Possibly, yeah, because mm. uh, I think Jada Pinkett Smith was like quite. Uh, she, I think she'd only really done one horror movie at that time. I don't know. I don't know what project she was doing in the nineties, but uh, the opening scene is. It's hard to beat the opening scene of the original Scream, but mm. this one mm. I think is very mm. good. The fucking uh, the knife going through the bathroom stall and things like that. Well, I mean, really I was going to say, like, Ghostface, he, this is the first time Ghostface accidentally killed someone because he wasn't trying to kill him. He was just trying to install a glory hole. <laughs> so he was telling- <laughs> Have you seen Scary Movie too? Because there actually is a glory hole. Uh, is that what <laughs> yeah. No, I've never seen any of the scary yeah. movies. So again, I was thinking, like, is there a glory hole in the toilet that you get stabbed through? And it's not, it's just get stabbed Aye, through the wall. In Scary <clears throat> Movie, a full-on dick comes through the wall. And uh, it goes, a full-on dick? Uh, a full-on one. No <laughs> mess about no. Stick it through his head and Comes out his ear. <laughs> See, that's, that's why you should never visit glory holes, guys. Yeah, and I think in Scary Movie as well, they're like, uh, they make fun of the Jada scene by just having uh, the audience kill her instead of Ghostface. Oh. Because she keeps talking through the fucking movie and shit. Aye, oh. she's heckling the cinema for some reason. <laughs> oh, they're a randy crowd in this one. As someone that's worked in a cinema, it's very upsetting to me. Aye, like, that was the thing as well, because they all boo her, because she's like, oh, fucking hang up and push star 69. I'm like, you're a fucking chucking popcorn about you find some weird things in a cinema like i i haven't found anything too weird but i did work with a guy who said that the weirdest thing they found in the glasgow film theater was just someone left their dentures under the chair 
And because of hygiene <laughs> issues, they had to get the staff to come in and like pick it How up. How does that happen? I don't know. Like, <laughs> but apparently it was it was a film that was very aimed at old people uh, about something to do with the post office and pensions. And apparently, when it came out, like the retirement age is now sixty five. Apparently, all the pensioners like in the audience went way. So that is the most out. Glasgow film theatre thing I've ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> a movie about We're, the post office and pensions. I don't know if it was about the post. I think it was uh, something to do with an art heist. I don't. I had that old oh, guy. Is that's it in, that, that'll be that cotton cotton gardens one where they were all old as fuck. I have no idea. I say with that Michael Caine in it. Michael Caine. I. Oh, I thought he'd retired. Fair enough. I might check that. Out. <laughs> Jim Broadbent. I, he was in it. Oh, he's in every fucking old. Any character that's an old cunt, they always get Jim Broadbent for yeah. it. <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I like the guy's a good actor, but he's always an old cunt. Just, it, there's, there's no I need for that visceral anger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he can help being an old. Cunt. <laughs> Nah, he can't. Bless his heart. Nah, but um, but now nah, going on from that, the um, I I love the scene in the film class because um, Randy so confidently misquoting aliens is mm. quite funny. He just goes like, "Oh, I believe the line is stay away from her, you bitch.' When it actually is, get away from her, you bitch, bitch." Mm. Yeah, but I think they just left that in because like uh, Jamie Kennedy was so confident in delivering the line, they didn't want to reshoot it. <laughs> See, before we move on to that, right, right. I've got another thing I, I want to talk about with, right. the, with the cinema. Like, why, why is this cinema handing out, like, ghost face robes for, for this film? Uh, it's a, it's a bit merchandising. It's a bit yeah. weird. Like, could you imagine, like, they start handing out robes for American History X? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> your, oh. your throat is fucked. <laughs> yeah, Instead I'm of a glow stick, you get a little wooden cross with a lighter. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, because I've, I've been to a couple of movie premieres. That never happens. Not the robes thing. They never hand out merchandise at movie premieres. No, I did think that was weird. Yeah, because like, uh, everyone's going to a movie premiere for free. They're not going to waste more money on like getting merchandise and shit. <laughs> I wonder what they give away at the Human Centipede screen. No, fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> just like little hate. face zippers. <laughs> oh, just... <laughs> Like a little belt to fit your head at the back. <laughs> I love it when I tell my human centipede jokes and they always bomb, but I like them. Yeah, so it's okay. no, they're, they're, they're a part of the pod now. I've just accepted that. And I'm, I've tried to rewire my brain not to think in puns. Because this in no problem. this sense, your jokes, you are the person at the front of the human centipede and we are all just the people behind you. <laughs> <laughs> just, just eating all the yeah. shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like uh, yeah moving on from that like uh, they do something really different with this uh, that I really respect for uh, how they treat Sydney in the movie because uh, you'd expect something like oh she hears the ghost face voice again and for suddenly like all the PTSD and everything to come mm. back and for her to get properly scared I like that she just calls the guy out on his shit and then just hangs up on him yeah call her ID baby yeah, caller ID, which I, I do believe actually the um, because of Scream, the use of caller ID went up by like three hundred percent. Really? Yeah, it's like this uh, that movie inspired a lot of like crank call uh, people pretending to be Ghostface and oh, shit. When I was fifteen, there was a Chinese takeaway in Toll Cross that ended up getting their phones tapped because I used to call them pretending to be the triads. <laughs> I want to just point out that uh, you told this exact same. Did section I? on the last Scream episode. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Both of you had very bad memories. Yeah, no, I can, I can, can tell that. Uh, and, uh, of course, we've got a new set of characters to rock this out. Uh, Derek, the obvious boyfriend again, who's mm. uh, more... 
I think he's more handsome than Billy Loomis. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to throw it out there. Well, we got to see him naked and tied up, so... Yeah, that that was for your benefit. Yeah, yeah I knew you would have enjoyed that, but... <laughs> yeah, that was odd. I didn't think he was good looking at all. I had a conversation with my girlfriend about this last night, and I was like, oh, he's ugly. She was like, no, he's actually really good looking. And I was like, why are you with me? And uh, and then the other one, uh, Timothy Oliphant coming in as Mickey, who looks like the most obvious serial killer in yeah. the fucking world. Was he in it that much? No, uh, I think it was well, meant to be in it longer. The, the thing that makes it really fucking obvious when everybody prop when like shit is properly hitting the fan with the whole murder thing, he just disappears yes. for that entire time. So you're like, well, it's obviously yeah. fucking yeah. him. Yeah, right. I thought they were gonna do a kind of clever wee thing with the killer. I mean, you spoiled it for me in the chat, I think, or you did. No, no before I did. watched it. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you were rewatching it, so yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I'd only seen it when I was a child. All oh, right, fair enough. Which I probably shouldn't have. But, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the just... funny thing is, for me, I was looking at uh, who was originally cast to be uh, Mickey. It was Toby Maguire. Yeah. Like, and I can't imagine Toby Maguire as Ghostface. Like he's way too innocent looking. But then again, Mickey just looks like he's got killer written all over him. You know, he's like Billy and Stu rolled into one person. Mm. Toby Maguire's meant to be a right cunt, though. Is it? Aye, like, he, there's a film about him, Molly's Game. It's about playing poker. There's a guy that, uh, Michael, what's his Aye, name? Michael Cera plays it. Aye, yeah. and mm. he's an arsehole in it, and it's based on Toby Maguire. Is it? Aye. <laughs> That's a shame. He was my first crush. Well, Toby Maguire? Yeah. Or Michael Cera? No, uh, Toby Maguire and um, Spider-Man. I, I could see it, you know. <laughs> I prefer. No, it's just the fact that it led nowhere. I, pr- I prefer Andrew Garfield, but fair enough, Alan. You're older than me, so. <laughs> I felt like shades, even though it's just fact. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking no. Where was I going with this? Um. Yeah, but like, um, yeah, I can't imagine this uh, this movie existing with Tobey Maguire playing a serial killer because that would have like. I like thinking about this, like, if someone had taken on a role, would that have changed their career? Like, would he have played Spider-Man after that? Mm. Like, Yeah, but could you imagine, like, somebody's just trying to escape him, and then he just, like, psh, catches him in a way? That'd be class. Yeah, when he kills someone, he's just hanging upside down from the rafters and shoves a <laughs> knife into their mouth. Yeah. That's another idea. Mm-hmm. Others? Yeah, I don't know a lot about Spider-Man. Nah, you're not. You're, you're the least nerdy out of all of us, I think. Yeah, I'm just really into golf, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is, man. Uh, My favourite character is the cameraman. Yeah, Joel the cameraman's pretty Yeah, funny. he's good. I like him. Yeah. I like when he he's, uh, Did you get that on film? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, How he's, he steals the scenes, man. He's so good. Yeah, because uh, I was leading into this. They, uh, there was an original script that got leaked for Scream 2, and I think Joel was actually meant to die in the original cut. But uh, because that got leaked and they had to change the identity of the killers and like some of the victims to prevent the movie from being spoiled. So uh-huh. uh, the original killers, I think the motive was the same, but it was Derek and uh, Sydney's roommate, uh, Hallie, what? I think her really? name was. Hmm. Yeah, and their their whole thing was they just wanted to be like the new Bonnie and Clyde kind of serial killer, natural born killers kind of thing. No, I kind of like that, but... Yeah, but they got leaked and they just changed it to Mickey. Okay, well, maybe that explains why he wasn't in it that much, if they had to change it quite quickly. Yeah, yeah, because uh, people just love ruining fucking movies on the internet now. Those bastards. Yeah, fucking hell. Well, hopefully, maybe someone will leak Scream 7 and we'll find out it was terrible, and then that film will get, hopefully, sold to another studio. Also, the Mean, mean Girls are in this. 
Oh, fucking like, hell, yeah. And again, it kind of led nowhere. I was expecting like a slaughter of them or something. Yeah. Like, the only one that gets killed is like the nice one. <laughs> I but even then she doesn't really seem a part of it because she she's, she's yeah, never she's dressed as the same as them and all that. She's just yeah, kinda, yeah. Uh, she just appears very yeah. very briefly and then because uh, it's like she here's, gets off. here's Buffy Summers just hanging out and then she gets killed and yeah. like, she's only in like what two scenes maybe yeah and uh, then there's uh, who's it Portia De Rossi who plays Lindsay Bluth in Arrested Development yeah as well. yeah, yeah she's married to Ellen yeah I found that out like last night and uh, I was like it's crazy. <laughs> And the, the only one I, other one I know is Brenda Gayhart, who's uh, <laughs> of them, and she was also the in Urban Legend, which is a, one of the most prolific scream ripoffs, hmm. where she played the killer in that. That was quite fun. Hmm. <laughs> I like it when they're discussing the killer, and they're like, "Oh, we don't know who he is or she is or who they are." Which back then is like, oh, there could be more than one killer. Now it seems like he's just very inclusive of non-binary people. <laughs> <laughs> Woke Craven. I would, I'd love to see, not, I mean, that wouldn't really make this, make the difference, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to see a non-binary ghost face. I might get Cass's in then. That'd be quite fun. <coughs> oh. <laughs> no. Well, you've got the outfit already. Yeah. Well, <laughs> could you well, imagine? I'm not going to wear this. Well, could going. you imagine just ghost face cutting about in a, a, a Marvel snooty? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, the car, the if you've seen like the latest screen movies, the modern day Ghostface would probably be like a parody of like annoying Marvel fans. So yeah, I could see it happening. Okay. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, so get to you, on the where they're talking about like the rules of a sequel, like uh, body counts always bigger and sequels are always suck, mm-hmm. which I I disagree with. See, some sequels have always been better than their originals. What sequels do you guys think are better than their predecessors? Uh, Child's Play 2, which we will cover on this once we oh. do Child's Play 1. Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks 2, the squeakquel. I dated <laughs> a guy once and when I was a teenager and I thought something nice to do would be to make each other CDs of our favourite songs to get to know each other's taste and he put three fucking chipmunk covers on it. What? One of them was Wrecking Ball. Uh, should I say this? You know what, I don't think he watches it. He wrote... But you were a, a teenager when Wrecking Ball was out? Actually, I don't know. I might not. Oh, it was Bad Romance. It was Bad Romance. Um, I think it was like 19. Or maybe it was 20. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, he wrote Chipmunk fan fiction oh. With incestuous undertones. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh. A relationship didn't last. <laughs> Did you know that going into the relationship? I knew it near the start. And I tried to ignore it. <laughs> It wasn't overtly incestuous. Did he try and make you do the voices? (laughs) (laughs) Get your condom and get your helium blood. (laughs) Oh, man. I can do quite a good chipmunk voice without it anyway. Apart from a few weeks ago where I lost my voice. But you fuck me. I'd fuck me. (laughs) That's going to haunt my dreams later on. Thanks for that. (laughs) Still not found a good way to work my Pingu impression into comedy. I'm quite sad about it. You'll, I'm sure you'll find a way. Like a you've managed to talk, bring human centipede into your jokes. You'll find a way to bring Pingu <laughs> into them as well. I don't think I've made a human centipede joke on stage. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you've referenced it at one point. Have I? Oh, well, I'll work on it just for you, Dean. Thanks. Maybe yeah. for our triple bill, we'll do some practical jokes. Nope. No, no, <laughs> no, no. It's the fact you made eye contact with me there that's quite alarming. Uh, I don't like that. And I was even going to let you be at the front. <laughs> yeah, I know, because you said, and I quote, I would love to be behind Kyle. 
Which that doesn't sound like me. It, doesn't. <laughs> it absolutely is. I can, I've got fucking lots of evidence on my phone <laughs> of the the smutty things you text me. So Liam, live at the Apollo to this. How does it feel? Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's different. You know, but different vibe. Uh, you brought this up in the chat uh, earlier yesterday. I've never actually quite noticed it until now, but David Arquette, who plays Dewey, is making some weird acting choices in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you all of his that. lines feels like he's reading the script for the first time. Was he this much of a fanny in the first film? Kind no, of, uh, he's not really in the first one as much. I, he kind of is, and then he kind of he, he's not really in it enough to make like a informed decision. But you're like, oh, like something's no. No, all the old with him, mm. and then in this one, you're like, it mm. feels like that has been ramped up a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like one thing I noticed, he, I know he's been injured, like, but he's walking about everywhere, like, he's like posing for a picture in front of the Eiffel Tower because he's like, ah, <laughs> he's uh, walking about like this the entire time, and it's like, yeah, and they end up ignoring that in the later screen movies, which I find hilarious. Like, in Scream I, 4, he's walking around, no problem. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, I'm sure he doesn't have a limp in the mm. other films. See, when so. he fell down the stairs, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Uh, Just, oh, what uh, a guy. So, uh, you were rewatching this, so you didn't know until it spoiled. Did you think anyone else could have been the killer, or was it like really obvious it was Mickey in this one? I okay, so I wrote this down. Um, <clears throat> I figured it out when um, Gail went and she was like, Oh, Cotton's the killer, and then like the journalist was there because I remember them saying, Oh, it could be Gail Weathers, it could be a journalist. And I was like, Oh, they're gonna make it, it's the other fucking journalist, and that's when I clicked. Uh, I felt very smart, yeah. Debbie Salt is uh. I, I, I like she gets way more interesting near the end obviously mm. we'll get into that later but uh the whole like fanboying after gail weathers thing is really fun but mm. like uh you could play that in a way where it's really on the nose but uh i can't remember the actor's name laurie metcalf she plays it in a really understated way which i really appreciated until She's the a, end where she goes fucking crazy with the white eyes oh yeah she doesn't blink once in the <laughs> final scene which is fucking great was that like a deliberate um yeah it is a deliberate thing because um i've I've played crazy characters before, and if you go like full hammy with it, you can sense looking kind of cartoony. You've kind of got to play it in a way that's like calming, and that makes it more threatening. Hmm. You make a very good psychopath, Dean. I, I have played some before, so yeah. Like The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, The Wizard of Oz, yeah. <laughs> but was it like a deliberate reference to Miss Voorhees? I think so. I yeah. remember it's what... Very, it seems very Mrs. Voorhees. You do mention Mrs. Voorhees uh. at some point in that as well. Hmm. <clears throat> It's very smart with this meta stuff. Have you seen Friday the 13th? No, I haven't actually ever watched any of them. Have you? You've watched it? No. no. But you have? I've seen the first one. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the series, but uh, the first one's all right. Yeah, because I remember watching the first one thinking, when the fuck's the guy with the hockey mask going to show up? And then oh, yeah, Jason doesn't get the hockey woman. mask until like the fourth movie. Isn't he even in the first one? No, he, well, he is, but only in flashbacks. Oh, is he? Yeah. That shows you how much I paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> until she showed up. Yeah, because yeah. I actually thought that um, I the first time I saw this, I thought the cameraman was going to be the killer. I because they do kind of because he gets killed in the van, you know, mm. but like, oh, right, is mm. he just because he disappears at that point? He goes for donuts. Yeah, like, donuts, mm. Prozac, <laughs> perfect <laughs> alibi. <isn't> it? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have been me. I've got these Dunkin' Donuts, mate. Uh, there's <laughs> another misdirector in there as well because in the first scream, you can tell who the colours are by looking at the shoes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So then. When they show, because they show you Cotton Weary's shoes, oh, and he's right, got yeah. like similar bits on, mm. but different jeans. So ah, it's like yeah, a right. mystery out there as well. Yeah, Cotton Weary is 
probably the most interesting character in this movie. I wish we got more of him in the series overall. He's kind of like mm. he feels to me almost like a male version of Gale Weathers. He's very mm. much an opportunist, but he doesn't have that kind of the kind of moral code that Gale has. He clearly is just in it for getting into the fame, but you can't can't really argue against it because he did get wrongly sent to fucking jail for a Damn. year. You know, his name became more popular for boys after this film came out. Cotton? Yeah, it really caught on. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I hate it when you get me with the puns. Bad, bad enough the puns are there, but when you actually get me into thinking you're going to make a good point, it's even worse. It'd be fair, though, if, he, if this had been further in the future, he would have got like a whole fucking Netflix documentary mm. made about him. So oh, like, it would have been... You feel bad for them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a wrong time. Yeah, maybe that's something Scream could do. Has it ever done something about like true crime documentaries and how like people might start? They reference it in Scream them? Six once. I feel like that's where they would go with Scream Seven. Mm. They would make like a, the whole because th- like Scream Three set on the making of Stab Three. Uh-huh. I feel like in Scream Seven they would do like it'd be a true crime series of Billy Loomis or something. Mm-hmm. It could be like OJ. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, that's that. That even kind of ties into like uh, Mickey's whole motive, which uh, I kind of slept on the first time I saw it. It feels very reminiscent of like the OJ trial, like uh, mm. the whole reason he wants to get caught in that because he wants to get famous off the trial. Was that why OJ did it? Yeah, he watched Scream Two, and he was like, "Yeah, I could do that." Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the OJ thing was before this came out. Yeah, yeah. Death was in the trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole plan. Could you imagine it was after? (laughs) But they still reference it. They're like, we know. (laughs) Just time traveling. Will Smith told them again. Have you seen the interview that he did with Ruby Wax? Who owed you? Yeah, and she's like sitting, talking to the camera, and like he did something very poor taste and then it shows you her like walking down a hallway going into the room with OJ and then you op- she opens the door and he's just standing with a knife going <laughs> there's a prank show where the prank is all these people turn up to like different situations mm. and the prank is OJ Simpson is also there <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can watch it on YouTube it's, he's just kind of there and everybody's like but I, he's like hey, it's me. <laughs> so you try to say that that murder was just a prank gone wrong. Is that? That's yeah. it's, it's the pilot episode. <laughs> they funny. didn't know where the line was. They just overshot the mark a wee bit. Oh, uh, it's classic, <laughs> man. <laughs> I think the plan in this is quite weird, though. Because like, it seems like the plan goes out the window fairly fucking quickly. Because mm-hmm. as soon as they kill Randy, that's like that's meant to be a crime of passion because he's taking the piss out of the... the I Billy Loomis and his mm. mall just goes nuts. But after that point, yeah. you can tell because there's no really... Because they're doing a pattern then the pattern goes out the fucking window and it's like FBI agents are getting fucking mm. killed and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So that's where, I didn't, that's where it kind of lost me a bit. Yeah, because mm. like the whole uh, copycat killer thing felt a little bit forced into me. Like I've... Yeah. I, I, I think the idea of... Uh, Maybe maybe they're using that as a way to throw off the real motive, like uh, how he wants to get caught and everything like that. And then mm-hmm. I don't even feel like uh, people have said this as well. It doesn't even feel I don't even think Mrs. Loomis wanted to do the whole ghost face thing. I feel like that was all Mickey's idea, like making that this whole theatrical thing where she just probably just wants to kill Sydney and then just ends up killing Randy because she does he does her son. I do th- I do think it's weird how she's just like oh I, I want to kill you because you killed my son, but then again your son was a, a murderer. Yeah. She seemed too sane to be nuts. Yeah. Mother's love will do that to you, Kyle. Mm, I wouldn't know. 
No, you wouldn't. Do you know what scene really lost me? What? The scene in the, the, the lunch hall with the uh, singing. The oh, top gun fuck What the yeah, fuck yeah. was that about? Yeah, you messaged <laughs> saying this has the worst scene of Mate, the series. <laughs> the worst scene in cinema, I think. Yeah. He's not even that good a singer. No. It's just making And then everybody it gets a standing ovation. <laughs> Mate, see if he tried that in a Glasgow school, he'd get called a nonce. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's when it came up that my girlfriend found this guy good looking because she's like, oh, good looking people get away with everything, you know. What? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in the original script, because uh, uh, they swapped the killers around, Mickey was meant to be the love interest of Sydney and he was singing the song. Ooh. That's fucking weird. She's going for the exact same guy again for the first one. Oh. That sounds unnerving. Right. M- well, Mickey is just Billy Loomis's personality with Stu's muscles. Mm-hmm. That's all he is. Because yeah. mm-hmm. the scene that lost me was the one in the theatre where I was like, "This is clearly been set up to fuck with her." I was like, "Oh, the Cassandra, oh, that the director is oh, a fucking." Yeah. <laughs> I know you're being chased by a murderer, said, but you know, I need you for curtain call. <laughs> Can you fuck? Right. He took his role very seriously. I quite like him. Uh, also, when she's clearly having a panic attack, he's just like, hey, everybody just take five fucking minutes. Like, I'm good. <laughs> why, why are um, like American frat houses so obsessed with Greek culture? I've no I idea. Never been to an American frat house. I mean, you might be right, Alan, because my, my theory is that it's because students are also associated with debt. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I know what that is. Well, you know what debt is. But I know what debt is, but I don't know what debt is. I'm assuming it's a Greek thing. <laughs> Can you translate? <laughs> yeah, like, what is debt in terms of Greek mythology or history? No, there was a Greek debt crisis. Years oh, ago. okay. Thank you, Kel. No, it's, it's always that funny was... when you have to explain it. <laughs> oh, well, that was after the film. <laughs> or did Screen yeah, predict the I... Greek recession? <laughs> Yeah, Will Smith again, mate. <laughs> Came in, he's like, throw this in. It'll make sense in 20 years. That's what he did. Yeah. Okay. We've not spoken about Gail. Oh, uh, yeah. She's serving cunt 100% of this film. Like, she, she's one of those people that homosexuals love that are, like, one of those women who, like, have fantastic hair and is very skinny and is, like, a complete asshole but is ultimately a good person. Well, it makes sense. Her surname's Cox. And if she sleeps with someone else when her husband watches, she's Courtney Cox. Well, no. Mm. Well, well, they're playing it as like, oh, she just had a big success off of uh, the Stab movie getting adapted, and then clearly she's wanting to like write the news, which makes her like almost a suspect in it. But I, Mm. I can't see a version of this where Gail is the killer. There's been a lot of people who've suggested, oh, what if Sydney became Ghostface in one of them? What if Gail became Ghostface? That. I don't think it would ever work. That would be so mm. stupid. Yeah, it feels like almost a parody of it, which that's what the fucking... See the scene where they're showing off what the Stab movie looks like? Mm. It doesn't feel like a scene from a movie. It feels like almost SNL doing a parody right. of Scream. Yeah. Like the guy who they got to play Billy in, it gives the worst line reading I've ever fucking heard. Was that Bill Pullman? No, it was uh, it's Luke Wilson, I think yeah. his name oh, is. Oh, right, okay. Uh, he was in Garfield. <laughs> There was a lot of this film where I was just pointing at people being like, that's the guy. That's that guy for Garfield. It's like, he's in the son of the mask. (laughs) 
Mate, that's a terrible. That's the one film I've walked out of the cinema. Of, oh, the it mask. used to be in Channel Four all the time, so I used to watch it all the time. Is some of the master one where Alan Cummings Loki? Yeah, yeah, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I genuinely thought you were going to say, "Is that the one where the mask has a child?" Not, I thought that's what you were going to say. I'm not that stupid, Kyle. <laughs> if the mask had a kid while he was wearing the mask, would the kid be the mask? Ah, yeah, yeah. That's the the film he is. Uh, Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that someone thought of answering that for me. Yeah, and Jamie Kennedy's uh, the lead in it as well. Who's that? The guy who plays Randy. Oh, nice. Good for him. (laughs) Yeah. He comes across as a right creep in this one as well, though. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. I I mean, I think people people like Randy, like, as the film geek guy, but he does a lot of weird things in this. Like, suddenly starts talking in an English accent for no reason at the beginning. Well, I, that was just the actor. The actor decided just to do that, just for no reason. I mean, I've been told make a choice from directors, like plays and stuff, but it seems like there's people in here who are just making choices just for the sake of making choices and how they're mm. delivering lines. It's just, I don't know, it's just weird. Mm. Yeah. It's like when there's a bit well. Sydney's kissing her boyfriend and he's just stood there watching and he's like yeah. oh get a room then he fucking follows them that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fucking weird man uh, what, although Randy's uh, the scene where Randy dies is pretty horrific yeah I, that is because uh, you see like all the blood obviously pouring out the van which is mm-hmm. it's probably the, which is interesting. the most brutal they've got since the opening of Scream although Having a boombox walk past <laughs> your death is uh, yeah. That's the way I'd want to go out, man. <laughs> Just a boombox, <laughs> right? Just a fucking bald white guy body popping. <laughs> <laughs> but could you imagine like every death scene in like films had that, like just a boombox cutting about, like. Mufasa's just, death in the Lion King with a boombox. You know, just like the, there's a guy with a boombox going into the vet <coughs> when uh, going into the vets when Owen Wilson's putting that dog down. <laughs> <laughs> that would be mad. That's just got to think, like, are there any death scenes you just think would be improved with a boombox from a film? Well, Schindler's List would have probably spent its whole budget on them. <laughs> Sorry, that was the very edgy of me. It was. <laughs> it was quite. Yeah. Is there any deaths in some of the masks, Claim We can add a boombox to that. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody dies. <laughs> the dog gets the mask at one point, and that's 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 when it really starts to get a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I might rewatch that tonight. Fuck it. <laughs> How the fuck did Dewey survive? Like he looked like he was Plot bleeding armor. out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's yeah. a lot of the scream films where you're like, that man is fucking dead, yeah. and he just pops up at the end. <laughs> like, I remember he popped up in five. So I was like, oh, you're not dead. But then I was like, how the fuck would he survive this? Yeah, uh, Scream Two, he gets the worst of it. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I quite liked it when he was uh, Ghostface had killed Dewey and then he was chasing Gail and she kind of locked herself in the room and he was just kind of throwing the knife around which was nowhere near like a little angry cat trying to get in the room. <laughs> that was cute. That's what I like about Ghostface as a killer is they're always just clumsy as fuck. No, I, like, <laughs> I mean, it's quite hard to see out of this mask to be yeah. honest so I don't blame them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did I think? It was fucking weird. Uh, I don't know. Oh, like, see, right. See, obviously, Ghostface is, like, calling up people. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I think they should have played into something that was going about at the time. And then, like, Ghostface is quite poor. And then he has to, like, reverse style people. And then you have to accept the charge. (laughs) 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 Could you imagine that? How cheeky would that be? I forgot reverse dialing was a thing. Yeah, no, I was was in the peak of fucking uh, reverse dialing. When I was 11, I used to go to a phone box near my house and have to reverse the charges to call my little girlfriend. And is that how you became gay? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. heterosexuality is too expensive. Bye. <laughs> oh, women, am I right? One of the scenes I really love in this, it's not like a weird directing choice. See the scene in the library with Cotton and uh, Sydney? Mm-hmm. That's the moment where I thought Cotton might be Ghostface because the way he's acting is like so fucking intense. Yeah, he's so loud in that library. Yeah. It's like fucking... <laughs> Calm down, mate. Yeah, I like but... it as well with the police are questioning me. He's like, what's my crime? Shouting in a library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Leif Schreiber like, uh, brings a lot of like uh, depth to him. So uh, that, that easily, he easily could have phoned that in, but I respect that he brought something to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, underrated actor. Like, if you've never seen, have you ever seen the show uh, Ray Donovan? No. He's very good in that. The only other thing I know him in is Sabretooth from a really shitty Wolverine film. Okay. Yeah. So serious <laughs> yeah. talk. Okay. In this film, one of the, the the debates they have is about copycat killers and the responsibility that media has not to incite violence. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Because I remember, I think it was Jim Carrey, I think, decided not to have anything to do, I think, with Kick-Ass 2. Yeah. yeah because he didn't that. want to take part in something he felt was adding to a culture of violence. I come from the mindset of where Buffy Summers comes from. Movies are not responsible for people's actions. No. It's a bit of a like straw man argument. I feel like mm. blaming violence on movies was like it's clearly an issue with like mental health systems and mm. like people mm. getting help and that. Because because as a case of like art imitating life, like is art is supposed to kind of reflect the world that is around us. But then I know it's weird. So it was... do you think that the the film Psycho like influenced Myra Hindley? Is that what you're? Oh no, I'm not saying that I agree with it. I'm no, just I was. I, 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 you it. went completely expressionless there <laughs> when I asked you a question. I, I thought you were setting up a joke. <laughs> no, I was asking you a question. <laughs> to be uh, fair, sometimes no. when you talk, it does sound like you're just setting up a bit. Yeah, yeah I know you tell. say that all the time. <laughs> I like to keep you on your toes. It's just how you speak. <laughs> no, God, I remember a few years ago, like there was a, a shooter in America, and um, the fact that it turned out that he played Mass Effect, which is a sci-fi video game and like they had to like you know close comments on their facebook page and everything because they were getting like hundreds of comments like oh my god you incited this boy to kill people and it was just fucking insanity don't you kill aliens in mass effect you do you can also fuck them yeah that's why he was just killing foreigners (laughs) 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 you said it not me (laughs) i I think the thing is that like whenever something mental happens whenever there's like a big murder or something they're always wanting answers for it but like they're Mm fucking isn't any like you're never going to get a satisfying answer for it no. so you just go to like the thing mm-hmm. that's closest to it so if they've got a fucking dvd or something they're like well it must have been that because that's the only reasonable yeah. answer here when mm-hmm. it's like right. never going to get a fucking answer yeah, yeah it was the son of the mask that it happens every time they release like a new grand theft auto there's like several articles all about violence on video games affecting people mm-hmm. but like that's why the rating system's there yeah, yeah. I don't think art should be responsible for the fucking crazy people in society, especially when it's usually down to extremism. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I mean, obviously, like, the same argument could be said about like stand up, obviously, mm. because there are very controversial things that get talked about on stage. Mm-hmm. For a minute there, I just thought, which serial killer's been inspired by a stand up comedian? <laughs> <laughs> Peter Sutcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> he had a solid 10 that's it <laughs> that's what it was man oh. are you going to say anything more to that because that sounded like a very interesting point you were bringing up Mm-mm. no I was opening it to the room and then no one bit no oh, one went for it interesting discussion on the um, Scottish comedy forum recently about like sexual assault jokes and whether or not oh yeah I saw that post yeah that's okay um yeah. mm. Yeah, it's weird. I think you should be able to joke about anything, but at the same time, my approach to it has always kind of been: I want to make sure if it's a very serious subject that I would be handling it in a responsible way and not just bring it up for cheap shock. I think I don't know, especially like when I was starting out. I know I'm still quite new. I did sometimes fall into like saying something because it was shocking and not thinking, "Is this funny enough?" Yeah. Well, so you also, for that, you've also got to think like, what's your motivation for doing the joke? If it's yeah. if it's because you've got something to say about it or like something funny to say about it, fine. But if you're saying it just to get a shocking thing, then you shouldn't be doing it. At least in mm. my view, like that's interesting. Because going back to cinema as well, I think it's perfectly fine if someone just wants to make like a film about a bunch of virgins getting murdered. And rightly like, so, even if it's just, even virgins. if you have nothing like of like value to say, I think that's mm. totally fine. Well, the virgin gets uh, her revenge in the film The Nun. <laughs> so yeah, you know all about getting revenge on nuns, don't you? Out of context, that seems so. I had a lot of nuns, but did you just say you've had a lot of nuns? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the issue. <laughs> But no, like, because they even mentioned that with uh, Mickey's whole plan of wanting to get caught, he's kind of playing on the whole yeah. like uh, cinema violence, and mm-hmm. uh, and then Mrs. Loomis just comes out and says like, "Oh, you, would you have even bought that for one second? It's complete bullshit." Yeah. So like the the film kind of like comments on it and went whilst also shutting it down because like people kill just because they want to kill. Essentially, yeah. like he was already an active serial killer before he was even Ghostface, which I find really fun. Mm. Let's uh, bring it back to what you said, Mrs. Loomis in this when she's going fucking crazy. She, I, I've noticed that she doesn't even blink once in the entire screen time she's gotten. And that's, oh, really? Like, yeah, that's fucking good acting choice. I thought you were joking. No, oh, she wow. generally does not blink at all in that whole scene. Get me her eye drops. Wow. <laughs> <The queen. laughs> yeah, hmm. And like compared to Billy and Stu, I think I, I kind of like Mrs. Loomis a little bit more because I buy into her motivation more. Yeah. Like just simple revenge, really. I do think she is that mm. good. She makes Mickey look like a total fucking gimp, man. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, nah, he's a fucking idiot. Is that, is that why he wore the mask? Because <laughs> <laughs> right into that stuff. <laughs> uh, so, Alan, we got any true or falses this week? We do. Well, actually, the last one's a bit of a longer one. Uh, so, firstly, is Wes Craven originally planned an awkward will they want the romance between Dewey and Sydney? You kind of do actually get a vibe of that when he shows up at the start. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, I'm so glad you're here. And he's like, just right, make sure you're safe. Don't worry. Yeah. Aye. Aye, I'll, I'll go true. I'll go true for that. I'll say true, yeah. Aye, I'll go true. I made it up, but it might be true. <laughs> uh, so no. <laughs> the Omega Beta Zeta sorority house is the same that was used as Miss Trunchbull's mansion in Matilda. I, wanna, true. I want that to be true. <laughs> true. Yeah, I'll go false. That one is true. Uh, 
Actors who auditioned for the part of Derek were asked to sing and were asked to Actors who auditioned for the part of Derek were asked to perform the scene in the cafeteria in which Derek sings I Think I Love You a cappella. False. False. Because I think if they did, he would have fucking Yeah, because he was shy. False. That was true. What? Really? what? How, How did he bad? fucking get it? How bad were the rest? <laughs> uh, Mrs. Loomis didn't actually appear in the ghost face scenes as Wes Craven thought having an obvious woman in the suit would have been a giveaway. I'd say false because they've, they've had uh, women be ghost face after this and that's never come up again. Women can be killers too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, true. I, I don't know because I was thinking that because in the first one you can try to kind of work out which one of them's killing but in this one mm-hmm. I was like because she says she kills Randy but then the feet that leave the van don't look like it's like a guy's uh, boots and stuff yeah. and I was like so I don't think she is ever in the costume in this one maybe she sized up she just just walking about with massive <laughs> fucking shoes <laughs> like a clown <laughs> uh, well I made that up but it might be true so uh, as for the next one, um, so they had various different titles for this film before they settled on screen two. I have six, and you can quickly guess whether or not they are true or false. One of them, Scream Harder. False. 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 That one is false. Scream Again. True. 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 That one is true. Scream Louder. True. True. False. True. Screams. That's false. False. That's, that's, that's so stupid. True. False. But <laughs> if it was two, if the S was two, mm-hmm. that would have really tied it in scream. I thought that was That's what they did. <laughs> is the reference aliens? So you could have yeah. called it screams. Yeah. To this day, they still call Scream 4 Scriforum because of how it's said on the fucking toaster. <laughs> Scriforum, yeah. That yeah. sounds biological. <laughs> Screamer. False. False. Um, and don't you dare. It's a Barely know. Uh, <laughs> fucking told you. <laughs> and finally, Scream, the sequel. True. true. That sounds like something Kevin yeah, Williamson would do. It's very that nice. is true. So true. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. You missed it, the chance. Scream if you want to go faster. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Harder, faster, scream. Wasn't that like a scooter album? I don't know. I don't listen. You, I think you're thinking of uh, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger by uh, Daft, Daft Punk. Punk yeah. Oh, okay. Whoops. I haven't listened to Scooter in years, so... No. I don't know. It could be. You're not messing out on much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I always preferred skateboards anyway. Fuck it. Oh, fucking! You, you've turned me into <laughs> <you>. <laughs> oh, so. Scooters, scooters are shite. Let's be honest. Okay. <laughs> I mean, not Did for you... disabled people. Have you ever? <laughs> you ever ridden a scooter? Yeah, and I hit my ankle off it when I was trying to do a trick, and I've been bitter at them ever since. Oh, what trick were you? You know the one where you jump off it and you try and do a 360? Did that and then it just came around and whacked my ankle. Oh, It wasn't What about the electric scooters? Yeah, I've ridden one of them in Germany. Are they good? Uh, It was nice. There's a woman who lives near me who drives her child to school. On a scooter? Aye, so she stands there and then he's underneath it just holding onto the bar. I like that. (laughs) That's, uh, kind of cute. that's quite fun. <laughs> yeah. oh, I stopped using a scooter when I was like 10 because I like fell off one going down a hill and just became a meat crayon. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was horrible. Just like uh, covering. Have you never heard that expression? The no. term meat crayon is not. Uh, it's basically like when someone goes like skidding along a road and like all your skin just like yeah, gets scraped that, off. I can feel that. That's not pretty. Yeah, I had like down my face, my legs, my hands. It was always fucking brutal. Is that like de sleeving? Yeah. 
Well, degloving, I think. Degloving, that's yeah. it, not de-sleeving. I, I, was pretty, I remember because I was like 10, I was like, that's the first time I really hurt myself and I didn't cry. <laughs> I felt like a big boy. Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend's dad worked in a hospital and a guy came in, he'd fell off his motorbike and he was wearing jeans and because of denim, he basically just sanded his entire arse off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible, but that's also <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. These weight loss techniques are extreme. <laughs> Did you think it came back? I think he must have had to get implants or something. Like, Could you imagine bullying somebody when, like, your dad's got a BBL? <laughs> So he's always fault, he fell off his motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> the jeans sanded his ass. <laughs> so, uh, would his ass have been okay if he wore something else? If he wore like leathers, it would have been fine. Yeah. Oh. It usually doesn't work out that way. Yeah. <laughs> usually the leather trousers I have don't have an ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I've seen somebody like out on a motorbike and they were wearing like shorts and I was. I was terrified for them. Like Aye. I was driving, and I was like, I need to be extra fucking cautious here because I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> that guy's got a nice ass, so I don't want him to lose it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, oh. I, I don't know how to segue into favorite kill from that, but uh, uh, we should try it anyway. How do you protect your arse, Dean? By wearing this. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, favourite kill? Yeah. There's not a lot of interesting ones in this, is there? A no, lot of them are really. kind of done off screen. Yeah, 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 a lot of them are just kind of uh, stab you. Oh, I, I clearly know mine. It's uh, the first one when, is it Omar Epps? Yeah, yeah. yeah. When he gets stabbed through the um, through the bathroom door. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a really cool death. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one's cool. I also like uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's death. Like, because it's just quite theatrical. But um, the only really good one is one of the FBI agents that just yeah, ends up with, like, his face. I was hoping one of you were going to bring that up. That is one of the most unique deaths I've ever seen in a slasher yeah. film. And even the oh. scene where they have to crawl over Ghostface afterwards is quite uh, intense. And when a roommate's like, is he dead? Like, yes, he's dead. And he, well, ru and he was, runs really fast because oh, right. he kills her right away afterwards. <sighs> it's really weird because they're like, oh, he's knocked out. And yeah. then they're like, oh, we need to be quiet. Like, I don't think... It, He's, he's not sleeping <laughs> he's not just like oh right oh, I need to have a nap now yeah. he's like KO'd like could you imagine at the boxing like the ref just has an alarm clock in case <laughs> case the match hasn't gone on long enough he's just like fuck man he's fucking smelling salts there's not even a nose hole here so you wouldn't be able to get the smelling salts through it well, the oh. thing is as well, that's where it kind of goes a bit weird because you're like, mm. I don't think that Mickey guy could kill two FBI agents. He just seems like a guy, so you're like, he fucking jumps in the roof of the car, he shoots people, like he's mm -hmm. doing all sorts, you're like... That's just typical guy behaviour. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't buy this. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of Mrs. Loomis doing that though. She's just fucking... <laughs> She pops up in a trench coat at the end as well, which I thought was fucking weird. To look. <laughs> That's actually three children. So <laughs> <laughs> two other children. <laughs> We're getting the entry of them. So did you have a favourite kill from this, Kyle? Yeah, I'm the only one who said. Uh. <laughs> no, I said as well, the FBI yeah, agent with the oh, mushy face. Yeah. Uh, uh, Liam, you got one? I, I like how they kill Mickey when he pops back up again. Because <laughs> mm. he just... Mm. 
Actually, I always want that in horror films, aren't you? Just like, shoot them again, you dafty. Because he fucking pops up weird, though, because I would think Aye. in that situation you'd try and sneak away, but he mm. starts, like, screaming and waving his hands about, and I'm like, you're just... You've, you're just you've given chewing the scenery. Aye, yeah. I'm like, you've given the game away here, man. You could have probably sneaked off here. Yeah, I just wait for them to fuck off and then just... Slowly sneak <laughs> <away>. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly, I sneak out of there. Maybe mm. I had a bad dream. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's what it was. I'll go for Randy because I think the setup to it's really fun, mm. and it's probably the most brutal of all the deaths in this one, outside of maybe the FBI agent because you don't really see the thing for as much. For yeah, Randy, true. you see quite a lot of it. Mm. Yeah, but still just stabbing. Ah, uh, but yeah. the whole setup to it and the boombox. I mean, I yeah. want every death scene <laughs> to have a boombox now. Yeah, I think like we're getting no consensus on best death this episode. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I do think those FBI agents are fairly fucking useless as well because when she's in that library, they do they know somebody is in there messaging her and they do just fucking leave mm. her and just start walking mm. about. <laughs> no, my uh, problem. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to take it for, of the ghost faces in this. Do we prefer Mrs. Loomis over Mickey? Because we've all just collectively said Mickey's a gimp. <laughs> yeah, sh- she's camp. I like it. <laughs> this movie's much camper than the first one actually like that whole Greek fucking theatre scene was fantastic yeah. mm. <laughs> I, have you ever like, been asked to do anything mental like that in what uh, theatre uh, I where you're like this is clearly out of fucking order like <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I think uh, the first time I had to play uh, fucking The Wizard of Oz they were no they just they made me wear this like really oversized uh, golden coat with like a green suit and everything and I had to come out and be like dead fucking animated with the character mm. but I thought like no it would make more sense if he was less animated when he got revealed yeah there was also a scene in the Wizard of Oz where the wizard had to like sing in front of the cafeteria for everything <laughs> yeah that's the uh, weirdest like, that's bang out of order guys I'm not doing that <laughs> I did get I went to a weird audition in Dubai once where um I read the monologue as it was written in the script and all the director said to me was, can you read that in an Irish accent? <laughs> <laughs> the character wasn't Irish. Because like. I, I done youth theatre when I was younger because my sisters were involved with it. Oh, I, we have a mutual friend there, uh, Aaron. I, right? yeah. And there was a lot of shit that went on in that few mm. feet where I'm like, looking back, that was completely fucking like, out of order. Because like, you used to, like, the woman that ran like the higher up bit with all the the good people went, should you just make them get off each other in front of you? In front of you and just be like, no, there's no passion in this. And they were like, 14. <laughs> <laughs> and no. then she used to make like, the boys who were like, a bit more built. She'd be like, right, for this exercise, all the boys need to get their tops off. They all need to get their tops off. And she just watched them. Hmm. Not in theatre, but I had an experience similar to that in Dubai. The uh, PE teacher, we noticed this, would always time it to walk into the changing room when everyone was in their boxer shorts. Mm. I had a couple of PE teachers like that. Doubt <laughs> <laughs> right. like I went to PE. I thought you had to. Nah, I used to always dog it. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> you look like you would have done well in PE, Kyle. You're quite a fit guy, so... <laughs> Do we do we need to leave? Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So Thank you. Uh, I, it's good. I've got that compliment on film. <laughs> yeah, you can use that as a clip. So uh, yeah, I suppose we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, um, I want to fill the episode without fucking with Kyle, and you do it. 
Yeah, Fine, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll do it from now on then. So um, you look very fit too, Liam. <laughs> Thank you. I left it. So uh, how many big pumpkins are we going to give this one? Then? I forgot that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give it three and a half big pumpkins. It's good. It's not great like the first one. Nah, it, it, I, I'd probably go the same. It's uh, I think it's good fun. It's entertaining. I I like the extra stuff that they add to it. So. One thing that Mickey did that I do like is that I like how he gaslights Sydney, and then that's what Mickey. Do you like him. that? No, that's what Mickey. That's what gives him the chance to kill Derek. I just think it's a very good scene. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, that's right. They did something interesting where um, Gail phoned the police, and then she wrongly accused Cotton, and then that goes absolutely nowhere. So I thought that was quite an interesting thing they did. I think at that point she did genuinely believe that it was Cotton. Though. Yeah, but I thought that was going to maybe make something out of that. Like, oh, now she's accusing him of murder. More red herring like, stuff. Mm. It's making you think yeah. Cotton's the other killer. There is a lot of loose threads that uh-huh. is in this film, like the sorority people. There is a lot of things that are introduced that just kind of do mm-hmm. end up going nowhere. Because yeah. uh, I feel like a lot of this, I think you can kind of tell it's been rewritten because it feels mm-hmm. very... Like the start of the film feels different to after Randy gets killed mm. because everything's mm. starting to like change and stuff. So I feel like there's a lot of things that are it's not very cohesive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got a bit of a soft spot for it because uh, it was the first horror film I'd ever seen. Uh, it was we screamed too. Um, so I'll, I'll go for four big pumpkins. Four big pumpkins. Yeah. Right, Liam, bring us back. How many big pumpkins you get? Is it out of five? Eh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll go three. I think it's decent enough. Right. Three big pumpkins. Well, uh, you said it was quite weak in the grand scheme of things. I'm surprised you gave it four. I, I'm just really irked about that cafeteria scene. Like, <laughs> 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 would have been ruined. I, no, I'm, it would be like four and a half, I think, if it wasn't for that. But it's genuinely the worst like, thing I've ever seen. I'd like to see a crossover of like High School Musical and a slasher film. I, feel yeah, like that, that, a, that, I mean, you fucking that, basically that did. That exists. I'll send you it after this. Oh, <laughs> that scene also feels really out of character for Sydney as well. Because I'm mm. like, with the Sydney and all the other films, I'm like, you would have fucking hated that. Like, you would have been like, yeah. this guy's a fucking gimp, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they cut the scene after it where she's like, you fucking embarrassed me, you prick. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking gimpy, let's be honest. <laughs> But yeah, that thing I'll more or less uh, wrap us up. Uh, Liam, thanks for joining us there. It was great no having worries. you on. Cheers. Yeah, And uh, you've got shows coming up for the uh, Comedy Festival yeah. as well. I have uh, two shows. I'm doing uh, one that's more of a fringy kind of personal show called uh, Flipbook. And that is in the last Tuesday in March. And then on uh, the last Sunday in March, I'm doing one called Jokey Jokes, which is me kind of just having a laugh, doing crowd work, messing about, having a good time. So... Check me out on Lean Farley Comedy and you'll get all the links to that. Class, yeah, we'll get that in there. And uh, I know you want to promo it because you look so high excited. I'll let you Yes, of course, it. on the 17th of March <laughs> at quarter to five at Van Winkle West End, we will be doing our triple bill called Scream Queens. Um, please come and see us. It will be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, where can we find you, Alan? Alan J Comedy on wherever. No one's followed me from it yet. So uh, please do. Uh, please, Kyle. I feel so alone. Kyle Samuel. The A is an X. <laughs> the A is an X. I was waiting for you to say that. And, see, uh, I've got them trained. Yeah. <laughs> you see that? And you can find uh, this at Blood, Sweat and Fears pod uh, on Instagram. We're putting out a bunch more clips now. Uh, got a lot of uh, great guests planned for this year. And uh, hopefully we get to do something live with this uh, as mm-hmm. well. I've got a couple of ideas cooking. And uh, you can find me at Dean T. Byrne. That's B-E-I-R-N-E. And how is it pronounced, lads? The Glasgow Let's- Kid. 
Thank you. Blood, sweat, and fears presents the Human Centipede the musical. That can be our live show. Nope. The Human Centipede on Ice. <clears throat> and we'll wrap up there. See you later, guys. Bye. <laughs>